0: Welcome to our grief series. I am Christy Bundukumar, a psychiatric nurse practitioner, but that doesn't make me an expert in grief. I've lost children, and I've had to grieve, and I am wanting to grieve publicly so that we can begin to talk about grief as a culture, recover from grief, and in this series, I am going over grief theories right? So today I'm talking about Bonanno's trajectories of grief. And this, this theory is a little controversial, especially in the professional realm. I can see why it's controversial and I will kind of bring those things to light. I will criticize it where I think um, it needs criticism. But the other thing is that he really has a theory on resilience that resilience is innate, that we are born with the ability to be resilient to whatever happens in our life. Now, he says this, I saw no evidence of intense grief or extreme grief for for him personally. I don't know that for sure, but just in his writings, right? So, as a mother who has lost one adopted child and two biological children, I can tell you that resilience is hard work, <laughs> that it's not just innate. Um, I do believe that I am optimistic, but y- you can beat the o- uh, optimism out of anyone, right? If you are like always like, oh, it's a great world, it's a great world, bam, 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 you can and that's what I feel like over the last 17 years. Like, as much as I try to be optimistic, just horrible things just keep happening. And so, yes, I do think that we have the ability to be re- resilient, but I'm not sure that it's completely inborn. Now, he does talk about there are things that um, can make you uh, less resilient. Like poverty and trauma, and we know those things. Um, but his theories on trajectories of grief, so he has four trajectory I can't even say the word. He has four trajectories of grief, and it is one: resilience, two, recovery, three, chronic dysfunction, and four delayed dysfunction. Now he talks a lot about resilience. I would say this is more of a resilience theory than a grief theory, right? But he's using this resilience. Like if you have resilience, then you can process grief in a healthy way. So in his resilience, he talks about feeling the normal emotions over, you know, a period of time, but never really losing function. Recovery is where there is symptoms of, you know, maybe some, uh, a little bit of depressed mood or not wanting to get up and go to work, not wanting to exercise. There's, you know, definitely symptoms of this grief, but you are able to recover, you work through it, and there is no long-term dysfunction. And then there is the chronic dysfunction, which really goes uh, hand in hand with the prolonged uh, grief disorder that I discussed in the DSM. And this is where you, this loss that you've experienced, impacts you negatively for the rest of your life, right? So we know, as if you are a parent who has lost a child, you know that you will feel this pain likely your whole life. But I want you to be able to find moments of joy embrace life and cherish those memories and not create this horrible negative reality around this loss. That's what causes the chronic dysfunction. And then he talked about delayed grief and delayed trauma. And he said that there's definitely scientific proof that delayed trauma exists, but he wasn't sure if delayed grief was a real thing. And many losses of intense losses, bonds that are very close, a a husband, wife, a significant other, a sibling, definitely your children that oftentimes you're in that fight or flight. It's trauma and it doesn't, the real impact of it doesn't come out until later. So those are his four trajectories of grief. And he said that if you communicate that someone who is resilient and recovering on their resilient or recovering on their own, and you're saying, you tell them, oh, you have to grieve, you have to do this, you have to do that, then you are, it's counterproductive telling someone that they need to talk about their loved one or that they um, need to do such and such to grieve. What he's saying is that it might be natural. What I've experienced as in, in my personal life now, I am pretty emotional, empathic brain, right? So take that into consideration. I have experienced personally that if you do not process and feel this pain, it will come out in other ways. And I talk about this a lot. So that, that is my criticism here. But I also don't want to make this clinical I do agree with this resiliency theory that we can do this ourselves. And if you are experiencing clinical presentations of mental health concerns, then seek professional help. But not everybody absolutely needs professional help in order to be resilient and recover and or recover, right? But we want to Make sure that if you're going by this theory and you're just, and but what you're really doing is suppressing those feelings, that's not healthy, right? If you read this and you go, Oh, well, I want to be the resilient person or the recovery person, and so therefore I'm going to do a little bit of things and then I'm going to stuff it down and you know, move on, go on with my life, those kinds of uh, statements. I want to challenge you that there is pain there. And pain inside the body can man- manifest in other ways. Um and I can tell you that I am a very resilient optimistic person in general, right? But like I said in the beginning, like life has just been beating me down. And I would not tell you that I'm depressed. I would not tell you that I meet criteria for PTSD. Um, I would not tell you that I have any kind of chronic dysfunction from the losses that I have felt. However, I submitted to a brain scan for what I thought was marketing research and found out that my brain is actually on fire. I am having a traumatic response to what I've been through. So my brain looks like someone with PTSD. My cognitive scores are significantly lower than I know they can be. So even though I'm optimistic, I'm processing, I'm doing all these things, it's still impacting me physically, okay? So be very careful with this idea of you don't need to grieve because resilience is innate. We make sure that you're not like lying to yourself and you're actually suppressing things. So in his theory on this resilience, he talks about uh, flexibility of self-regulation. And this is a skill. It's a skill that I have been trying to learn for 50 years. I am, I am, like I said, a very emotional empathic brain. I feel like everything is connected. All of my emotions you know, things that happen, all of these connections with people, you know, spiritually and, you know, physically. And so that flexibility, self-regulation sometimes is difficult because it, it can take a lot of mental energy. But I do think it's important when we when it comes to resilience. And this is what I want you to get out of this theory. I don't want you to get that this is all innate. I want you to get that if you don't have flexibility in your self-regulation. That means flexibility in your mindset. When something tragic happens, when you lose something, can your mindset shift to, a, to another positive, right? Um, flexibility in the sequence of that, because our life will have a sequence of both negatives and positives. And can you be flexible in whatever sequence that is for you? And can you self-regulate? That means not taking it all. And for me, as an emotional brain, it's like, you know, getting overwhelmed and in the intensity of the emotions and not being able to function. For more of a compartmentalized brain, that might be you're actually not self-regulating, you're suppressing. Okay. So think of this as, not like a grief theory, but more of a resilience theory. What can I do to display true resilience, not suppression, not putting it in a box, not pretending to not be grieving, not move on, right? But have that flexibility of mindset, flexibility of the sequence of events, flexibility of your self-regulation, and the ability to embrace life after loss. So we can do this. We can be resilient. If you are struggling, you can recover. I believe that you are mentally strong.